Welcome to the podcast, because no, no one's probably ever going to hear this. There's no welcome. Um, no. So we're, we're here. Hey, we've showed up. We <laughs> have arrived. We're here to, we're here to entertain ourselves. Um, <laughs> this is true. Taking a nice little 15-minute uh, break to discuss something that I think is interesting. Um, Give it to me. You know, whether or not you think it's interesting doesn't really bother me. Never does. Um, <laughs> but, uh, okay, so I just see this... this MIT technology review thing that I'm looking at here um, and the title of this thing says the first social network of brains lets three people transmit thoughts to each other's heads and the subtext is a uh, brain net allows collaborative problem-solving using direct brain-to-brain communication Okay, now this is on the MIT Technology Review. Okay. I think it's uh, Sounds like they're tapping right in. Well, it was like two or three days ago um, and yeah, the science behind it is fascinating. Okay, so when I think about what this could be used for, um, you know, I think about all the paraplegics out there, you know, or quadriplegics that, you know, that they're they're trying to figure out a way where their brain can actually connect to that part of their body that was severed, you know, somewhere at their spine. Okay. Um, so right. they can't move their legs. They can't communicate with their legs. Obviously, they can't. Their legs can't move. Their arms can't move, etc. With technology like this, it gives you the ability um, to actually open up those lines of communication. And if you could create some sort of you know, machine that could understand what your brain was thinking and you know mechanically move your arms and legs, um, people could walk again. Yeah. Right? Well, what are they claiming? Are they actually getting into your brain and actually tapping into your thoughts? Um, is that what this is? Yeah, it's the first social network. So to, to put this, <laughs> to, to be honest, to be clear about it, what's going on here is they're they're basically taking this groundbreaking uh, technology, and they're using it so that assholes can communicate without actually having to talk to each other. <laughs> so aside from it just being like, it's I mean I feel like with the mobile phone and the you know the computer and the social network in general is just like. All right, look. Yeah. Don't get off your couch and go have dinner with this person. Just think you about know, it. If you're on the toilet, now you can let everybody know that you're, you're taking a dump. <laughs> or, hey, look, let's take a, a snapshot of myself at McDonald's, because um, everybody needs to know where I am. You know, that social media is blown up about all of these things, just because everybody needs to know where everybody else is, and mm-hmm. it's all about likes and follows, etc. How much lazier can you no, get you than being like, I can't even, I, I, my thumbs are tired. I can't text anymore. I, I can't, can't press redial. I don't even want to talk to Surrey. Yeah. I can't even, I can't even use my voice to be <laughs> hey, like, hey. hey. See <laughs> Never mind. What, you had something? No, I'm just going to think about it and send it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to marry, yeah. Well, and worse is, aside from it being just, like, I, I feel like kind of a real misuse uh, of the technology, meaning like, you know, oh, we have all the science, we could cure cancer. Instead, we're going to figure out how to make a better boner pill. Uh, it's, you know, we could help we, we could help people who genuinely, you know, can't, their bodies don't work. But no, no, what we're going to do is we're going to use it to communicate in the most trivial way. 
Um, Without having to speak? Well, simplistically, uh, I get, you know, maybe they're trying to do some sort of um, risk assessment test where they're just trying to, you know, hey, prove that look, it works. We can do it, etc. But can you imagine a board meeting with everybody using that? <laughs> Nobody's no one that anyone would go to. <laughs> worse than that is if you have if you have that kind of connection, and I'm sitting here, right? I'm across from you. If we don't have to have a discussion, what, what kind of filtration mechanisms are on this thing? So right. you may be sitting there talking, or I may be sitting here talking to you as I am right now, and. Uh, I'm thinking, and mm-hmm. you're hearing my thoughts. And what if it's like you're du- you're douchebag? Like, you, you, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> how I'm, do you filter I'm, that? I'm sitting here thinking, like, you know, man, wow, he, he's put on some weight. You know, right. or, or <laughs> a voice chimes in. Um, do you want to send this, this this thought over to your to your coworker? Let's talk about this month's projections. I really could go for a ham sandwich today. <laughs> Maybe I should head down to the local Houston's. I mean, I, I just I don't see the the benefit in this. But I mean, hey. You know, let, let's. Why not? Let's I, just. I like your heads out though. Keep it's, pushing the envelope. It's projects like this that lead to something where you can actually turn it into something super useful, like you said in the beginning. But yeah, <laughs> their initial approach to why they're created this is is a little <laughs> little leaves leaves a little less. Okay, so you've got a couple of. Uh, guys, at least in, you know, I could be wrong about this, but if memory serves properly, you've got uh, Musk, Elon Musk, who's who's invested in something called Brain Link, where he's trying to create, um, you know, a chip of sorts that, that actually augments your ability to communicate with machines. So, you know, he always makes the comment, you know, you're, you're a cyborg because you're walking around with this advanced piece of machinery and technology in your pocket that allows you to you know, pull information out of thin air on a whim. So, you know, as everybody knows, hey, what's the distance between the Earth and the Moon? Well, you ask somebody that 100 years ago, only, you know, one person out of maybe 100,000 would have anything to say about it. You know what I mean? Right. Only some PhD who works in physics. Uh, or astronomy would be able to tell you, but uh, now all of a sudden you you've got a thirteen year old girl who's like within thirty seconds. Surrey, anybody? What, yeah. Alexa, right? What's the distance? <laughs> Google. You know, so you know, and it's not like that information gets stored. You know, it's not like everybody who's googling stuff is retaining the information that they search for. Right. Everybody just thinks they're that much smarter because they have the phone in their pocket and the information's readily available. They, but they don't. They don't retain the information. They just assume it's always on call. It's like, you know, because I've got a car in the garage, I know I can drive anytime. So I'm not really going to put the effort into, you know. Right. It, if it it's would, always there, I, I, I'll, I'll have that crutch. It'd be interesting to see how humanity would progress if none of this technology was all of a sudden was just wiped away. Everybody, all of our memories that have gotten have been depleted, can't remember phone numbers anymore. Can you? I can't. Can you help. remember if I, what's your mom's phone number? Well, I do know my mom's phone number. Really? Yeah. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> she's she fun. She is fun. She got a new phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't have it anymore, man. <laughs> yeah. She discontinued that <laughs> she, number a she, long time ago. Yeah. After she got off T-Mobile and went to Boost, it was that was it for us. But um, yeah, I don't. I think there'd be a lot of dumb people walking around if we we didn't have that technology anymore. You're right. We don't retain information. Do you think we're dumb people now? Well. <laughs> Let's not be crass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think we might have gotten sidetracked. <laughs> well, 
It's it begs the question, you know. And I, I think Elon Musk is kind of on the right track. Ray Kurzweil, um, you know, who's actually the head of, of uh, Google. He does the Google AI stuff. He's uh, you know the guy who always talks about the singularity when AI actually is going to come to the forefront uh, and replace all of our jobs. And you know, you'll have general AI and then super AI. Um, and you know, why why would anybody need us? You know, all mm-hmm. all, all we do is eat, consume. And create, you know, garbage. So you know, it's it's going to be right. depopulation. You know, if, yeah. if that ever did come to be, which is why people find it so terrifying. But if you look at Musk, if you look at Kurzweil, and what they they kind of are are working towards, it was, uh, you know, aside the brain link interface, it, it was Kurzweil originally stating, um, you know, we're going to be forced to merge in order to keep up with machines, and that's you know, if you know anything about. CRISPR and, and, and genetic mm-hmm. editing, um, creating super babies, you know, mm-hmm. being able to pick and choose, eradicating diseases, right. making them smarter, faster, stronger, you know, universal soldier, mm-hmm. but um, using using genetic editing. Um, but other than that, like, the only way that we can actually process things at the same speed as computers would be if we were to open up that line of communication. Um, you know, right now we can we can type and use our thumbs and right. maybe even use our voice, but it's uh, our bandwidth is our output, which is horrible. We can't communicate near as fast outward as we can accept information coming in from other things. Um, I can look and read and hear and absorb all the sounds and noises and discussions that are going on, and I can process them much more quickly mm-hmm. than I could ever output them to somebody else. Um, so that's, I guess, in a, in a sense where this technology where we're talking about utilizing uh, just thought right I can talk to you by sheer thought I I can see where there's some benefits there but uh, you know it's not making humans any smarter right you know Uh, it's not making us any faster it'll allow us to I can't imagine what that conversation would sound like yeah can you imagine talking over each other in your own heads? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to envision like who would you, how would you filter who who's around? I guess it's like I guess each person would have to have the technology and and then I don't know. I may imagine you maybe would use a computer to sort of filter out. I don't know. I just can't even fathom the idea of thought to thought, like being able to basically being able to read someone's mind. I think marriage would be over. I don't think anybody would ever get married again. <laughs> Why? If this thing exi- well, who, who? I mean, do I look fat in this dress or uh, is, how do you like my haircut? Oh, right. Like it would never, you'd never have, there's no such thing <clears throat> as white lies anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, I cooked this for you. Isn't it good? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that Black Mirror episode. It's all about, you know, futuristic, like, uh, uh, the old uh, black and whites. What do they call it? You ever see Black Mirror? Noir. Yeah. yeah. So these, it's all future. So the, this thing is where everybody has cameras that are recording twenty four seven in their eyes, right? And that's like in the future they have these things that are in there, and like they can literally click something and like look at you know you'll see their eyes kind of go up while they're going through a roster of like past events, and they'll share that information with their partner. Be like, pull that day up. I want to see where you were at. And it, it was it was kind of a crazy it was a crazy concept, but this just reminded me of that. It was pretty creepy. I wouldn't want to know where you were. Right, <laughs> it's just I, one of those things where, you, like you said, there's no. If I could tap into any moment, 
in your in your History. like like I'm looking at you know a CCTV DVR or or the you know security Other footage from the I camera, saw. but I'm tapping into you and it's like, oh, he's having a sandwich. Oh, yeah. oh he, he's brushing his teeth now. Yeah, right. Oh, what's what's this? Right, right, right. He's getting a hot. Oh, don't eat that hot dog. It's been rolling on that on that conveyor for a while. <laughs> never eat a hot dog at Seven oh. Eleven, right? Never. It's, now this is nothing against Seven Eleven hot dogs. I, yeah. I just, I personally, I lived on them. They were across the street by my house for a while. That was tough. That was a, an unhealthier time. So, I just, I, I don't know. I guess hot dogs at convenience stores, may maybe are a little bit more safer than the sushi. But I'm not gonna. Let's not make declarative statements here today. Right. Right. Let's not make any enemies. There is less ingredients in that sushi. I certainly wouldn't want to have you know, Seven Eleven mafia coming after me. Our hot dogs, our hot dogs are top show. <laughs> Get dog on my hot dogs. All right, well, yeah. um, technology is scary. Thank you for that. Do you like that sum up? <laughs> uh, that was exactly what. Uh, I'm ready for it to all go away. You hashtag nailed it. <laughs> technology, and with that, everybody, technology <laughs> is scary. You're welcome. Your final words. Thank you. <laughs> Oh yeah Take off your pants and your panties Shit on the floor Time to get swifty in here Gotta shit on the floor I'm Mr. Bulldops I'm Mr. Bulldops Take a shit on the floor Take off your panties and your pants It's time to get swifty in here New song, swifty, double X Swifty song coming at ya. The next, uh, I guess the next, the next topic. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw you, throw, throw one in your direction here. Um, so I've been, we're dealing with this whole like um, uh, Supreme Court nomination with the Brett Kavanaugh and the accusations and the Bill Cosby and uh, Alyssa Milano and the, and the whole Me Too movement. Now this one's. I don't want you to think that I'm going where I'm going, although you might be absolutely right. We'll see. Do you need some support? No. All that I can get. Um, so my issue with this is that uh, so it's kind of run rampant, and um, I mean, it's everywhere you look. So I started thinking to myself, like, since everybody seems to keep diving back into the past, right? Obviously, a guy like, like Bill Cosby... You know that guy deserves it. Uh, there are a lot of a lot of these guys that are going down that you know are. It's really obvious uh, that they deserve it. But um, right. you know, when you start thinking about like, okay, well, where where's that line? Um, yeah, you know, I started thinking like, wow. Think of all of the like professions, I guess, where something like the Me Too movement just simply won't work. It just it doesn't it doesn't work. This is why this is why I'm throwing um, porn. Uh, you got it. I mean that'd be on number one on Family Feud, I imagine. Probably. <laughs> Can I see porn? Uh, what else? What do you think? I mean that's an easy. What would they would they'd have two things up there on the board? One no. answer would be yes, and the other would be no. Consent or no <laughs> consent? If you're on set, you've consented. No. Show me porn. Ding. No. I mean. Could, could, or or the devil's advocate, could somebody on a porn set cr- 
cry out to sexual harassment. Could that could that be done? Like, say you're the camera guy, or you're the you're the gaff person, and you really kind of lay in. There's definitely a no means no kind of thing, but then it's like, but you're getting paid to do this. Right, so so that's why this is our whole job. Excuse that's me why, for being confused. That's why you're here. <laughs> All right. Oh, I was saying no because I thought that was what they wanted me to say in the video. It says it right here in the script. No, no. Oh God, no. Yes, yes, yes. Oh God, yes. Right, and I just thought we were gonna get to the yes. Right. I, I just didn't. You, I was trying to mix it up. Do you want me to use a Spanish accent next time? Yeah. Um, si, si, si. <laughs> Gracias. <laughs> <laughs> We're now in Mexico. Bueno, bueno, bueno. Um, okay, so uh, here it, it 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 got me thinking. Porn was a good good curveball. Um, there's an article uh, from the Guardian that's uh, back in March came out, um, and the title of the article is "I wouldn't want this for anybody's daughter." Colon will hashtag me to kill off the rock and roll groupie. Now, being a, a gentleman who has been in the, the musical arts for some time as a, as a rock drummer yes, uh, yes. in several different bands, yes, um, some better than others, See, I can tell you, yes. some have been better than others. You have definitely been through the ringer. I enjoyed the loincloth yes. show that you did that time. Oh, I bad father. You know, one guy had a ball hanging out. I was like, yeah. No, no. Yeah, was no. that on purpose? Yeah, I wouldn't um, put it past him. Yeah, the bad. We suffer for our art. Yes. So, um, basically, what this thing gets at is that I guess there was this famous groupie, uh, you know, through the seventies and eighties. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. What's this chick's name here? Um, Debari or. Something like that. She, she's she's old school. She's been around forever, and she's she's gone and see. Oh, and and they list several of these these groupies in here. I'm I'm kind of grazing through the article here. Mm -hmm. uh, there you go, Pamela Debar, T Pamela Debare, uh, who slept with Mick Jagger, Jimmy Page, Jim Morrison, and numerous others, and wrote five books about her experiences. Uh, and I'm I'm sure. Quite a few people would want to read those. I right, mean, and, and anybody who saw Almost Famous... Loved it. You I know, it, it, it captured kind of the whole essence of that thing, but when you consider, you know, that that's kind of a glorified version, you know, like when it got really somber at the end and, and Kate Hudson's like, oh, you just traded me to this band for a six-pack of beer. What kind of beer? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, okay, so that's as bad as it got? I don't right. think so. You know, think about Ozzy and think about, like, uh, Molly Crew. Oh, my God. Okay. So, in your experience, I'm sure you've you've probably had one or two of uh, the other band members' sisters who might have shown up at a show. <laughs> no. I'm sure you've had groupies in the past or, or people who wanted to hang out with the hot this or the hot that. And I'm sure it got to a point where you were just kind of like, all right, well... This is getting weird. Right. <laughs> not not as often as you would think, but yes. And you've heard, probably heard a ton of plenty stories. Of stories. Plenty of stories. Been right next to it. Been seen it. Yeah, sure. Wait, so what, in your case or experience, what's the, probably the worst thing you've ever heard? Gone down where if 
all of a sudden one of the one of these guys and you can say oh this is so and so he's a fake alias yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you know obviously if he wants to run for president I guess <laughs> I guess these days he probably could considering uh, that you know What's president is kind of the poster boy I, I wish I could say I had some really gruesome ones the, the bad fathers really produced the most uh, the most fun times yeah yeah they they the groupies followed them that them around uh, I I had the honor of traveling back to Iowa with that band and and nothing says rock and yeah. roll like Iowa. Oh, uh, let me tell you. These what guys, was it, Des Moines? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, is it any? Is there any other place? That right. Says rock it's some and small roll. area outside, and I, I never experienced. I mean, they they were huge in high school and outside of high school as a band in that town. Obviously, small town. They packed the clubs in Iowa in the small town, and we would travel out there once a year to go, and, I, and people would show up. People would show up, but there's, I mean, there's this one nasty just. They, and they even have an old song about it, how there's roaches, and it's just nasty. And sure enough, we had three singers in the band, a singer, a rapper, and a singer-rapper. And one of the guys took one of the girls back into the bathrooms. There's no doors, no doors on stalls, no doors on anything. It was dark and dirty, and they had their had their way with each other right there in the middle of the bathroom in this nasty spot. <laughs> they both walked out feeling happy and good and went about their day. And did, did, did the woman immediately... <laughs> turn around and say that was a these stalls are not clean that was the most unsanitary Absolutely not she was probably I consented to the sex part but not, but not the, the swirly that they gave me while I was in there that was not I said no <laughs> I said no to that um, nobody wants to swirl no actually it was probably her idea <laughs> yeah, you never know yeah so in your opinion do you think that uh, there's a place for that in the world well, I There's mean, a way to respect or disrespect that. I don't know what, what you exactly. Well, look at that. look at to, today's version of a rock star, right? Okay, he well, has two tables, two turntables, and a microphone. Who, I mean, first off, I think one of, what from what I understand, um, you know, guy a guy like John Mayer, body is a wonderland. Yeah, that that guy. Well, is swimming. He's doing. It. He's swimming in that, that, in in groupy. It's kind of in his mo. Groupy boo. For a long time. boo. <laughs> but 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 it's that that's you know that that ain't Led Zeppelin. You know what right. I mean? That's yeah. like the soft down. Hey, I'm, I'm hey. a wounded guy with a soft voice. Hey, when I, I mean, and yeah. I always ask myself like, do you think that guy? You see, I see. You know, I'll see him on like a, um, you know, Letterman or, or yeah, David Letterman. Let's take it back to the nineties. Yeah. You know? Who are, the, who are the people? Jimmy, obviously I watch a lot of late night TV. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon or uh, Jimmy Kim, one of the Jimmys. Okay. Um, and you got a guy, the guy shows up and, and he talks like a normal dude, right? Right. And then all of a sudden you imagine him, you know, he gets up on stage and it's like, ha, ha, ha. Right. And so I just imagine like what would it be like if John Mayer were to kind of, you know, live his daily life and that like that was his voice. Right. And he'd be like, welcome to McDonald's, what would you like? <laughs> oh, really? So how? Why? He's like he's got some soul in there. <laughs> why is there such a Why is there such a change between the way he talks in real life and the way he sings? Kind of like Billy Joe Armstrong. Like I could have sworn that dude was from Britain when I first heard Green Day. Right. Um. So back to it. You think about all the excess, the seventies and eighties. Is this generation getting cheated? <laughs> getting cheated out of the debauchery, the fun, the the loose 
so it, to speak. The truth is, I think it's more of a, you know, I, th- I think the girls are having their fun. You look at Tay-Tay, I mean, she's up there singing about all sorts of stuff, yeah. you know? She, she's run through quite her stable of, of, uh, of bucks, all you know? Right. That's where she gets most of her motivation. So she's got her own groupie of, of, of dudes and has no problem telling all. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, yeah and then but it's you, still different, like you said, from back in the day, that... The groupie or the the the, the botry. it's just different. Yeah, I mean, the, back then it was like, oh, let's get on the bus and and throw cold cut baloney, and I, see it, if it sticks to the to the bottom of this this young girl who <laughs> drove six hours to hey, meet her hero. In the front of the bus, go, <laughs> go. Oh, it's like watching a pickle fall down a window, and these guys are sitting around just yeah, and like, okay, is that abuse? Here, you know who the rock gods are right now or living that lifestyle? It's the uh, chain smokers and the DJs that are doing it up in Vegas. and just the de- around. The, You mean the guys who sit in front of a computer Doesn't and matter. dance? They're the ones doing it. They're the one. The girls are tr- they're rolling and doing whatever they're doing at these. And they're just it's just giant dance parties. And they're, they're, they're rolling in it because they're bringing the party. So it's more about the fact that they're the center of the focus of the party. And now they've got the girls that want them. And they want backstage. And they want all the VIP treatment with all the guys. That are so is there like, you know, I mean, back then it was more like free love. Right. You know, what was it Willie Nelson said in Half Bake? He said, you know how much, uh, I remember when a dime pack cost a dime and, uh, you know how much condom cost back then? I don't know. We never used them, that kind of thing. Yeah, right, um, right. But, but now, you know, there's so much education out there. and uh, You know, is it still? Although, I I saw a documentary on Netflix about the this younger generation. They're called, like, the hookup generation because they got the swipe right, swipe oh, left. Oh, yeah. And, it's such a, yeah. You know, I, you look, just put this bag on. It's a game now. Just put this bag on. I'll bang it out, and then I'll be out of your hair in five minutes, right. you know. Clean yourself up, that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. At what point does it does it go? Like people, you know, you got kids who are exposed to probably some of the most intense pornography you could find on the internet. Scary, yeah. And they're coming up with that stuff, and you know, they they don't have the real connections uh, because they've just been living this mobile life. You know, like everything's on. On mm-hmm. social media, everything's mm-hmm. in text, mm-hmm. and everything's you know, so yeah, they lack that real like one-on-one connection. So you know, I guess their outlet is hey, Instagram cleavage, boom boom, selfie stick, right? Um, aren't I hot? It's there. Where's the self-esteem in that? But I mean, I mean, I guess what is it? Power is it considered power? Why? No, I mean, is it empowering to be oh. like I do what I want when I want and I take no prisoners? Right. Um, but I'm super loose, just to let you know. Like, that's how I roll. Yeah. Because that was how I was raised. Because I met this guy five minutes ago, and ten minutes later, you know, I'm walking, I'm trying to get my pants up over my... Right. Yeah. That technology might have really ended the Me Too era. <laughs> well... I think what happened was we had that crazy outburst for a little while. Ended the Me Too. We're, si- we're sitting in a pot of Me we're Too swimming, stew right we're now. We're swimming. And everybody who's ever been, every male has ever been a part of that in the history is just over there sweating. Like, do I shell out more money or do I just, what happens? Or hopefully do I stayed I under. Do I shell out more money? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, they're out there. And I think that the point has gotten across. 
it obviously it's going to show up less and less because it, it made an impact. People are now, it's very obvious women are now able to walk in and look at you like you're a fucking idiot <laughs> if you're actually going to sexually harass me right now after everything that's been going on. So I think it's done good. It's changed. It's, it's not going to show up as much. It was crazy for a while. I think some people were wrongly brought up because it was a good time for some people to maximize but like you said some you know what I think the one way you made a good point what is the what is the one way you can be rest assured that you'll never get called out on the me too movement right you know because you'll never you'll never be them. accused right I mean, so right. what's yeah. the one way that you're never going to get falsely accused um be broke <laughs> right you got nothing <laughs> <laughs> right no money. Uh, right you know what? I was going to call him out on a Me Too, but I ain't going to get anything from it. Truthfully, yeah. if I publicly accused him, people would know that I slept with the guy who sells shoes at Macy's. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think. Like, is, yeah, sure. So maybe we should look back during His that. tactics were a little questionable when he brought out the box wine. You know, I knew it was going south, but uh, I was willing to roll the dice. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna, you know. I'm gonna let this one ride. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to the police on this right. one. Right. We should look back at the period when it was the heaviest and see if there are any really rich people that went broke really quick. Just well. Yeah. Suddenly they're out. <laughs> they were like, "No, you can't accuse. You can't accuse me. What are you gonna get out of this? I got nothing." Man, if don't be a public figure, that'd be another one. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, right. uh, in really bad taste. Uh, there's a great. I'm sure there's a great joke to be found in the uh, Jared from Subway, right. you know. Oh, God. Like, that guy, it's like, oh, man, he's just sitting there in his jail cell going, damn it. I, I was a Me Too guy before there was a Me Too. Yeah. <laughs> like, you stupid ass. I was a Me Too. I think there's a big difference between, um, you know, the... the, the the hard stuff and the soft stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Aziz Ansari stuff. Yeah, it was tough. That's not cool. Yeah, it was like, tough. That's not cool. You know, and, and if it's going to come out on some, like, uh, you know, .com blog site that's mm-hmm. called, like, babegossip.com or, you know, barf. Yeah. I, I wouldn't consider that to be, like, a viable source of information. Exactly. Like, if, you know... If there's going to be nuclear war or whatever, do you think they're going to be the one with the hot scoop? Mm-hmm. You know? It's unfortunate that when a buzz gets out, that's just the way of the world now with the internet and information and people trolling and just taking information and running with it. It's And then all of a sudden, it still you know, makes an impact, whether it's not true or it's a terrible source. It still makes an impact. All right, so let's take, for instance, these DJs, okay. which I'm still kind of baffled. By the fact that you think that those guys well, get, I've been get to so a, much play to the Chainsmokers backstage uh, a couple times, and I've just kind of seen them at the Vegas pool parties, and it's it's quite the now I haven't experienced like head on full on like complete crazy 1970s rock star debauchery in in the same room as me, but the party themselves itself is quite off off the chain and if you're backstage or hanging out behind the booth off the, the is beach, that still a thing off the chain off the chain yeah you know. what happened to the hook off the did hook? they get off the hook and then on the chain but then they fell off the chain what are they off now they went on they started the chain game I'm so old and white right. um, so. I've dated myself okay so there's a good question 
it's pretty much known that if you're a DJ uh, or a famous rock star of sorts that uh, you like to let your hair down a little bit right. after a show. You like to, uh, as they would say, tie one on. Oh, they're just shooting the whole show. Oh, passing yeah. Passing shots around. Oh, I'm, sure, just, I'm sure it gets... What are you, what are you, what are you going to worry about playing an instrument? You get drunk up there all day long. <laughs> right, so Not, any, anybody going into that situation, right, anybody who wants to party with or party like you know in in the same room with one of those those people mm-hmm. like you have to have motivations to simply be there right to want to do that and you gotta assume that every you know it if you make your way back there you've obviously got the right access and you, right. you've done something to make that happen so it's not like you can walk in and be like well I was expecting something totally different right you know what I mean? Right. So it's the question of are you putting yourself in a situation where you know something like this is going to happen? You know what I mean? Right. Or, um, yeah, going up to Harvey Weinstein's hotel room at 3, three o'clock in the morning. That That's... And be like, well, yeah. yeah you got to know. So, can we set this meeting for tomorrow at 9 a.m. in a boardroom with public people? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I want the part. Here, talk to right. my agent. Right. You know, I'm not going to get blacklisted because I'm not going to blow somebody. I mean, I would, I would definitely, definitely, no, I'm, I'm horrible at giving head. Um, yeah. So, I'm just thinking to myself, like, maybe she's right. Maybe the, maybe this, the opinion that she has on this is it's. it's what like, is her opinion exactly? Her, it's that uh, you know, it's ruined it for an entire generation. I mean, it, the quote, the, the the title of this thing is, "I wouldn't want this for anybody's daughter." Will me to kill off the rock and roll groupie and I I can see where she's coming from I mean but there's so much more harm being done everywhere else in the the world than just there's no harm being done I mean the music industry is its own thing right so it's like I mean I can see her point sure is it but I mean Hollywood used to be its own thing what is it they used to call it the casting couch Right. (laughs) right please right that's true so it's a, it's a very interesting question. There, you know, uh, I don't, I, I can't, I can't be like, oh, I support all of the stuff that I'm hearing. I think there's arguments to be made on terms of gas and brakes, as far as the argument. There's definitely some horrible actors that need to be held accountable for this stuff. But poor people in power. In general, I don't think that there was anything wrong with the previous system, where. If you feel like you've been assaulted or wronged, go to the police. Mm-hmm. You know, file a report, f- file a complaint. Mm-hmm. You know, go through the proper channels. Don't, don't turn it into. I mean, you're basically with this whole thing. I feel like it's you're guilty until proven innocent because you run a campaign on social media against somebody based without you never hear the other person's side right, of the story right, it just right. always comes out of nowhere and it's a problem that people have already judged that person and they've already found them guilty before they ever yeah. say well did you really actually do it or what happened or what was going on it's like yeah. you know the, the moment they ever get a chance to see that person they're like hey look I read on social media that you uh, you know that you're a rapist yeah. You know, and maybe it was just, hey, you got a little, you got a little handsy and, and kissy, and there was no, right? You know, there was no real sexual misconduct, or you know, or everybody, whatever. everybody kept their. Maybe it was just 
of some over the shirt stuff, you know, or yeah, whatever, yeah, 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 <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe it was consensual, but that guy goes from zero to rapist once the once the social media to a very to large him. percentage of people that just come across the information. Yes, you're right, and that's and partially that's our fault. People to make it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In general, we want to hang people. We we yeah. want to drag anybody. Else. I mean. Well, it's that whole thing. It makes you feel better about yourself. This guy's bearable. Or, oh, my God, it's gossip, and I have something to talk to somebody about, and I can't believe my favorite actor of all time is now this person that I can't stand. Like, it's just something to hold on to, right? It's just it's something different. It's something that it's people talking about it. Just, I don't know. Maybe that's something that people just need. They just need that that extra something in their day that distracts them maybe from the year now. <laughs> I typically like to flip things on their head. So do you think it would be possible? Do you think anybody would get behind this movement if we're going to save the groupie <clears throat> in the traditional sense of the word? Do you think we can start the hashtag to me movement? The hashtag to me? To me. Can I come to me? T-O me. As in, come to me. What do you want to do to me? Oh, to <laughs> I am a groupie. <laughs> what would you like to do to me? Hashtag. And maybe, I mean, think about this. This woman is is completely unhappy with the way society has kind of taken that turn. Yeah. Um, because she, I mean, she got five books out of her her lifestyle and has you know apparently and no problems with her approach. <laughs> apparently no complaints. She probably learned and a lot. And I'm sure she did a lot of stuff she wasn't proud of, but she took the good with the bad. Right. Um you know, so I, I guess the question is for all the all the ladies out there who or, or gentlemen, I'm sure there's a lot of one direction. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of young gents <laughs> who are fans of one direction. Right. right. <laughs> or uh I don't know what 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 are some of the other amazing. <laughs> what was the song you always sing by Bieber? <laughs> Anywho, yeah, I think it's an interesting topic. Do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, no, I just think that. Uh, well, let's see. We're talking about the groupie. I think, I think it might have a lot to do with the music industry that that's kind of changed. I mean, yeah, the way the Me Too stuff has handled things now, everybody's on their on pins and needles, but. I don't know. I just think it takes the right artist to pull out the the real dirty ones. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? I bet Yanni gets all kinds of ass. Him and him and Kenny G. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're just I mean, surprisingly after the SNL stuff, I really do think Michael Bolton's just been crushing it for years. <laughs> Show us what you got. Oh man. Well, perfect. Good stuff. It's the Schwift Swifty. Hey, take your pants off. It's Swifty time today. So as we sit gazing into each other's eyes, go go hit me with what is it? it what, what do you have? Okay. What's on your mind? Okay. This has been coming up a lot lately. I've uh, I've recently discovered uh, 311 in my in my neighborhood. You familiar with 311? Uh, is it like 310 or 323 or 818? No, 311 is uh, basically your mayor. The number to the, the mayor actually will actually be, not him personally on the phone, be like a voice 
saying you've reached mayor so-and-so, something Rossetti in my area. Are you, are you ready to donate now? Right, right. <laughs> but what I found, here's the thing. Boy, they got lazy, no more robocalls. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you call me. Yeah. I made it easy. Here's three digits. You've reached the mayor. Um, <laughs> I've been in the area I've been in a long time. Not the nicest area years ago, but oh, it's been on, changing. Don't, don't say that. Okay. <laughs> the gunshots, I'm sure. <laughs> Music. Some people would call it, quote, unquote, sort of ghetto. Some people like dogs barking. Others like traffic. Me, yeah. I like gangbang drive shoot, drive-by shootings and... Yeah. I'm telling you, it is like night and day. It is very, very different over the past 24 months. Uh, buildings have been coming down. They've been paying people to leave. They've it's been called building gentrification. New. Gentrification is happening. It is happening all over the area. And all these new people are moving in. And I've got this driveway with two, two different garage doors, so two-car garage. And people par- park right in front of it. Like, pull on in the driveway in front of that. I even have signs up. You'll get, you know, we will tow you, things like that, you know, just to scare people off. Well, I found out one day because years ago when we would get graffiti on our walls from the schoolyard crypts in the area, SYC is what they would put. But we looked. So, are those the guys who, like, literally hang out at schoolyards? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> they go to kindergarten. They're like, yo. Yeah, we the schoolyard. This crypt. is my turf, dude. Get off my swing. <laughs> I found you could call 311. And have people come down and repaint the wall for you within 24 hours. Shut and that's up. just a service. So that's I think that's because they were gentrification the area and they wanted people to be able to call, clean it up quickly. So oh, people come. So it's it's kind of a good thing, it's you know. It's kind of a good thing. It's yeah. like you call the police, you know, right. and the police show up because you're having a problem or an ambulance if if you're having an emergency, you know. If and you're no, close to the schoolyard. Yeah, nobody wants to have their you know, their house or their garage tagged with. Uh, you know, magic mushrooms or you know right, anything right. else, right? S Y C or anything. Sure. Uh, so to solve the problem that I've been dealing with with the parking, I mean, it seems like everybody thinks it's okay to just park in front of someone's driveway. So three one one has you can actually call three one one and they will come and ticket and or tow the car for you. And oh, so, I bet that goes over smooth as silk with the Crips. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. Right. Who else could it be? The guy who lives here. Well, See you later tonight, son. Right? Right. Well, uh, I haven't towed anybody yet. I've given two tickets. Oh, I'm sure you've been thinking long and hard about how much you value your life. Right. <laughs> it's not that bad, I'm telling you. We had, The graffiti has stopped. I'm sure we've kind of slowly pushed out the schoolyard crypts, although I'm sure there are a few. Um, but the people that are parking there are in the general vicinity of my house, and they're all, I mean, I've, I see these people every day. What kind day. of rides are these? Are they hoopties? <laughs> I mean, is it like... <laughs> no, no. Do, do they have hydraulics? We, we had where a, the cars like sitting on the ground and the tires have been lifted completely right. off? <laughs> no, they're average Joe car. There was a gold Lexus the other day that I was They probably to color changed into right. purple <laughs> once the sun went down. <laughs> <laughs> All you hear at 3 a.m. <laughs> Yo, man, where are we parking? Right here. <laughs> well, that, so my, my question was, you know, if someone's parked deliberately in your front of your... Let's go to the schoolyard. Hey, hey, is this your car? 
<laughs> oh, is that what you? Is that, is that you? Why don't you get a cardboard cut out of yourself with one of those little mouth blurbs? I look at all the things. Says, "Is this your car?" And it's just you with a real stern face. Right. You might as well just have your address right at the bottom. I've, I've wanted to put like a giant mural, white on my and board. scared, just um, <laughs> on my garage right there. Door. <laughs> white and scared. <laughs> I would never do this in person. Please accept my it's, apology it's for just this like gesture. It's both ours. Yeah, exactly. It's, this is my pops bike, you know. Well, I mean, so what do you, so the well, my 311 cat rolls you, up. He's got you, his little can of white spray paint. Obviously, he doesn't know how to do color matching. So it's not like yeah. he hits the Home Depot we for you. Our walls on the side <laughs> so of the So they just street. have like a one, one color all that they use <laughs> for every garage. It's like, I got brown. And you're like, well, yeah, it used to be a nice tip. I have brown. That is what, but it, it was so soothing when I pulled up. We have brown. It's a good point. We have ten buckets of brown. Yeah, that's right. So this is what you get today. Uh, you're not wrong, actually. There's a whole. Concrete... It's probably such quality craftsmanship. No, what a, what a thankless it's patchwork. City job. It's is... patchwork between white, off-white, cream, and tan. Really? <laughs> There's little patches that they come around and do all the time. I wonder what kind of intelligence level you've got with that group, because I imagine this dude comes up and if the city's not spending a lot of money on their paint or the dude who's doing the job because who doesn't want to work out in 110 degree heat you know painting over graffiti on somebody's garage so what if he just simply painted over like the tag so the tag was still like straight readable it's just now it's brown right (laughs) we fixed it right Right. (laughs) it's a nice taupe on brown tag job yeah we got rid of all the I mean, the job is basically giant buckets being thrown at the wall and then saying, here, there we go. Graffiti's gone. (laughs) Didn't even waste a roller. Right. Right. We saved money and we made the... Made the environment or the neighborhood much cleaner. Not and taped off at all, so the next time you try and get into your garage, it's painted shit. Right, right. <laughs> Damn it, three one one. Right, strikes again. So you bring up a good point. First of all, I want to be a good neighbor, and I, I'm not going to be like, all right, I'm going to give them a warning by just giving them a ticket. But I call three one the first time. I'm like, okay, there's a car parked in my driveway. How does this work? Well, you know, we can come down, and we can ticket them, or we could tow them, or we could ticket them and tow them. I'm like, uh, you know what? I don't need to go anywhere right now. Let's just ticket them. Like, you know, it's fine. And they literally, they're out there to get money. Like, they will give them a ticket, and they will tell them if you ask them to. So they so they just ticketed them. Everything was fine. And, of course, you're going, all of this is anonymous, right? Right. <laughs> you're not going to put my name on the ticket. The, the problem is, is they don't ca- they don't really care. Here's your rat. They don't Here's really your rat right here. Right. Yeah. The problem with the 311 is anybody can actually call in and say that you're illegally parked in that driveway. Uh, because they don't really ask you for any information when they get there. They don't really. Because what happened was the second time I tried to ticket is there's like tandem, right? There's four garage doors and one driveway. So me and my next door neighbor share, and I get the front spot and they get the back spot in this little driveway. Well, they came home and the person coming to ticket just ticketed both cars. It's, they didn't care about the car that I had said was wrongly parked. They were like, oh well, both of these are obviously parked wrong because there's a sign here that says tenant parking. So but you know. Here's one way to get killed quick. This is just how my mind works. Okay. Uh, so just imagine your garage is pretty much already screwed, right? Right. Like, you know, people are already painting on it or whatever. Right. A, it's a rental. Don't be gentle. You don't, you know. Right. But uh, if you were to actually take, uh, you know, a drill, right, and let's just say a, a paintball gun, and rig it up to one of those outdoor lighting systems with motion sensors. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't think anybody's gonna be parking in yeah. front. I mean, first off, those guys would be like, you know, oh, we getting shot, you know, like people are somebody shooting at us. Um, but secondly, it it would probably put dents in and, and definitely discolor, depending on the paintballs you use. They're really high quality Pebble Beach yeah. level automobile. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since that paintball incident, man, my rims just don't spin like they used to, dog. <laughs> they don't be spinning like they used to. Uh, yeah. We could get shot just for saying that, but I don't know. I never got the idea behind the spinnable rims. I don't need to feel like I'm moving when I'm stopped. Right. Or it look like I'm moving. <laughs> he, why would you pay for something where you don't get to, you know, you don't get to enjoy, you know? Right. Well, I thought about that I mean, I, you got people who wear watches and stuff, but it, it functions, you know? You're like, is this jewelry, is blades. I like people noticing me. Mm-hmm. I get my car because I like the interior, and I like the way that it drives, and I like the way it looks on the outside. It serves a purpose. What purpose do spinning rims serve? Yeah. <laughs> and what if you have one wonky one? You yeah. know what I mean? Like you hit you hit a pothole or something, and it's like you got three wheels that are spinning, but one's just stuck. Right. <laughs> well, I've seen that, and it really doesn't look good. It looks sad. It really looks it's bad. Really... I'm like, they're all spinning, but one, something, the wind's not hitting it right or something. It got yeah. la- it's like a lazy eye, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I was gonna go out with her though, and, but, but she saw that, you know, one of my rims wouldn't be spinning, so it's like... It didn't work out. Like, it didn't work out for me. <laughs> I wish I get my demo tape back though. Um, right. So I. So to come back, you bring up a good point. I mean, I think the neighborhood it makes this whole situation different. But I'm saying, if something like that happens, do you just ticket the first time to be a good neighbor? You just say, "Hey, you're in my driveway." It's you plain. should write your own tickets. Well, I started doing that, but it wasn't helping. You were write it on a yeah. napkin with a sharpie. <laughs> I printed it out. I had slips. It was happening. Please mail thirty five dollars to this address. <laughs> Sincerely, your scared white neighbor. That's right. <laughs> it's thirty bucks every time you want to park there. That's so right. It's, it's look, the, yeah, this ain't UNICEF. You know, <laughs> we're not running a charity here. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. <laughs> we'll see how things progress. I've ticketed a few times and nothing's come out of it yet. So yeah, you're a real hardcore badass. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows you and your neighborhood as being. Right. You're more like more Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I don't think anybody don't mess with that guy. Well, it's funny because I'm like on the top of the hill at this ghetto, and I've been there nine years, so I'm pretty much a staple in that part of the area. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, I'll bet you are. I, I'm, I'm known. I'm known. I feel like I'm kind of like I'm kind of a crypt too. You're kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> By association, they like me. You know, what it's I mean? like it's kind of like I'm one of them. Right. You know, my neighbor across the street, cool dude, just moved in. They just fixed up the house. Um, they just put up cameras on their house. And they actually caught somebody tagging the, the brick wall on our street. Jeez. And it was literally in 2.30 in the afternoon during the, some kid in, like, a hoodie just... like two, I'm thinking, As you do at 2.30. Right. <laughs> just in the middle of the day. You know, that's when school lets out, so maybe that's the time. Man, the is our educational out. system that bad that criminals are like, hey... Let's get let's let's dial up the vandalism a notch. Let's let's get edgy. Yeah. Let's do it in broad daylight. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. It's hot outside, so let's put on as many layers of clothing as we can. <laughs> they probably think, you know, what if we do it in the middle of the day, we probably look like we're supposed to be doing it. I'm a regular Banksy. <laughs> That's right. 
because the it. artwork is so good. It is. It's terrible. And it's not like when you, I mean, a lot of the tagging stuff that I see on that, I'm like, wow, some of these guys are actually quite talented. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh yeah. What you can do with the can of spray paint. Um, but then there's the other group, and you're kind of like, Maybe he's just getting started out. <laughs> well, it's that's, not like you got an online trust class. Me, you can that take. Is, that's my group to a T. <laughs> By the whole, the years I've been there, I'm like that must be like the initiation. Everybody has like, a first day. They get their <laughs> they get their seven, eight, nine year olds, and they're like, "All right, it's your first job. It's your okay. first tag job. Go down to that corner right there. SYC all over the place." And I'm telling you, this is. <laughs> I mean, a five. It looks like a five-year-old took a spray paint kit. It was just like, yeah, yeah. I think that does a lot for the street cred of yeah. the SYC. Right. <laughs> Look like they got a bunch of toddlers yeah. out there with crayons. <laughs> well, maybe it's maybe that's it's, super hard. It's branding. Dude. It's schoolyard crips. School. Oh. oh, see, it's gotta look like it's the ch- children's handwriting, see, right? I see what you did there. Just brought a full circle. There you Just go. Full circle. There you go. Maybe they're smarter than we think. <laughs> Get them while they're young. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, that's all you got on the three one one, huh? That's the three one. That's the three one one in the ghetto. I don't know how that works in Manhattan Beach. Do you get, do you get to do you get to uh, basically say? Thank you so much for your service. I'd like to rate your painting of my garage skills on Yelp. Right. Like, does this? Do they have like a, a web page where you get to give like thumbs up or a smiley face or like, right. you know? Oh, it was Curtis who came over this afternoon. Yeah. He was obviously pissed because he was wearing like a coffee-stained shirt and he's going through a divorce and, you know, he did not do a very good job on my, on my thing. He spent most of the time burning through all of his Swisher sweets, but uh. What a wonderful, wonderful project you guys have going on. Yeah, well, it's been, it's helped, hey, to, to say the least. That's your taxpayer dollars there, at work. <laughs> there it is. Oh, yeah. God love it. Yeah. All right. Good stuff, man. Keep yeah. thinking. There's, there's other stuff we can tackle, but I'm, I'm glad you brought this to my attention because I'm going to start using it. If they I'm will going. come to my house and, pay, and I'll be like, you don't see that right there? <laughs> You should try. There's a smudge. The next time your son draws on the walls. <laughs> There's a smudge right here. See this bird shit? It wasn't on my windshield earlier. Yeah. They're like. <laughs> Must have been those vandals. <laughs> the vandals. Those feathered vandals. They're like, you don't live in the ghetto. You can afford to get that cleaned up yourself. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, come on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Oh yeah, take off your pants and your panties, shit on the floor, time to get swifty in here, gotta shit on the floor, I'm Mr. Bulldops, I'm Mr. Bulldops, take a shit on the floor, take off your panties and your pants, it's time to get swifty in here, new song, swifty, double X, swifty song, coming up.